Sean, I found a real sweet, you know, little saying online I wanted to share with you. Okay. I always like a little sweetness. Yeah, sweet. It goes like this. A couplet, they say, makes a sweet Valentine's Day. Aww. (laughs) And that's perfect because here we are. It's going to be out right around Valentine's Day. (laughs) Right. Okay, the author was me. (laughs) That was me. I didn't find that. I didn't find it. But I was wondering, I I thought... um, since these we're going to be discussing couplets today, and I yes. thought, is this purposeful? Because Valentine's Day is Monday, two days before Valentine's Day. Couplets. It Valentine's. wasn't. You know, when, when I found this and then I asked you about it, and then it was later when I started actually looking into these couplets and thinking about it, I'm like, oh, we're going to be recording this right before Valentine's couplets. Day. <laughs> yeah. I'll have a couple of couplets. Or, or so, you know, yeah. how, how, how appropriate. These are actually you know. crocodile couplets, mm-hmm. crocodile. which you will find out about what that is crocodile. as we talk today. Hello, yeah. everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I'm Sean. Wacky Poem Life. I'm Bill. <laughs> well, you're your, your co-host of co-host the, for the most. Wacky Poem Life. Yeah. Yeah. Coming to you from the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry and Locust Grove. Which I'm sure many of you want to visit if you haven't already, so come on yes, down. Yes, yes. All kinds of fun things going look, on Look here. at all the letters on the, the sayings on the side of the building. I, I've been reading them, and I've, I find them fascinating. Yeah. Do you know that somebody blamed a wreck outside here on my building not too long I, ago? I say, I, I, I cry foul. <laughs> That's a that, that's I a weak de- that's a weak defense because there's you know. plenty of place to pull in there yeah. and read. You don't have to be driving along trying to read the building. That's a dog ate my homework defense <laughs> if I ever heard one. Yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't buy it. I'm just telling. Am you, I going to be seeing you on Judge Judy here defending? <laughs> you know, try to de- defend the museum. <laughs> I don't know. Judge Judy scares me. She scares me too. <laughs> Unpleasant woman. You know, yeah. Lest we digress. I know yes. more about the law. I know more about things on my worst yeah. day than you do on your mm-hmm. best day. You just want to melt. Yeah. Sorry. I, know. I don't care yeah. if she has a little lace collar on. She's I scary. That, that, that fools no one. <laughs> fools no one. Fools no one. So, yes, I picked out, you know, here we what we do, we just pick out something that someone's left in the museum. Uh, it's a very interactive low-tech museum. It has been in all three of its incarnations. And we pick out something, and uh, we talk about it for 30 minutes or yeah. so, depending on if I get mad, because it can go longer. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to don't, don't make her angry. No. Don't talk about any songs about prison inmates that don't get make it home. The green, green dress of home. Don't get me started. I know. No. <laughs> so I um, – I picked out some couplets that yeah. a person wrote and left for us in the, in the museum and back want, in – this is at least 2015, I think, 15, was when this was. seven yeah. years or so ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I, ha- I had a question. They, they have written these on compact discs, uh-huh. and I like the iridescent quality of that, and they've written yes. them on Sharpie. Mm-hmm. But um, what I wanted to ask you, we have three couplets. Yes. A, a, a trio. Um, 
when we read them, do you want to read one individually and discuss or uh, all three and then just kind of randomly go back? Let's and, just read all three and then read all three. be random. I, I like randomness. Okay. Random, randomness is good. Shall I read? Shall them? you shall. I shall. I'll, I'll read one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Okay. A heart like steel he did not feel. My couplets are petty because the hot dogs are ready. (laughs) A man walked in and promptly left. Only later did we find his theft. Yeah. Yeah. Three couplets, three different (laughs) schools of thought. Yes. All written by the same person because the handwriting is the same. You can tell. I did not even notice that till just now. Mm -hmm. Somebody was feeling very prolific Mm -hmm. and they were hungry. (laughs) Yes. Apparently. And we were making hot dogs outside. Oh, I think this was um, a 2015 event we had called Autumn Movement and we had that. Fabulous drummer from Chicago, uh, River. River, yes, River, River was Roberts. here, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we did we did drumming and we did a lot of things outside. And then I had all these empty uh, empty disc over there because what are you going to do with disc anymore? And we encouraged people to write couplets on them. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. And what would be cool? Dangle them from a tree and let them spin in the yes. wind, and then you can read them and get the iridescent yes shimmer. Now this was a challenge. Because also at the uh, at the museum, this was the very first museum we had in my dad's old machine shop. Next to that shop museum, there's a treehouse, and so we use the treehouse as part of the museum too. And that treehouse has been on the property because this has been in the family for a long time, over a hundred years, oh at my least gosh. 1920. Oh my god! Yeah, my grandpa, when he was young, was the first one who so built a needed, treehouse in there. It's needed some reinforcement over the years. Oh, it's been additions. rebuilt and reinforced. I'm not sure that the museum that's there now has anything of the original. I, I mean, the treehouse that's there now has anything of the original. Um, but so we we fixed up the treehouse again whenever we opened the museum out there and got some new steps going up to it. Uh, so you don't have to actually climb the tree oh, <laughs> like you would have at nice. one time. <laughs> and sign the disclaimer yeah. before you do climb. <laughs> and I don't know why, but for some reason I had this um, this crocodile puzzle, giant wooden puzzle thing that you put together, 3D. And so I had that put together and I painted it. And I decided that, that this crocodile's name was Cora. Cora. And we put her at the bottom of the steps to the treehouse. Mm-hmm. And Cora demanded a sacrifice of a couplet. Oh, in order for you to climb up and into the treehouse. Oh, you know, it sounds a little a Peter Pan Lost Boyish. Yes. Like there's some undertones there. You well, know, it could be. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where these uh, discs were at. They were at the bottom of the, the treehouse. And you can see in the picture, we'll post it on wackypoemlife.com. If you're not already looking at it, you can see a little bit of the... Of the actual crocodile, there's a little red. I see that. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, a little part of it. It looks the like crocodile. teeth or uh, scales or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then I'll, and I'll post a picture of the actual crocodile too. It's a cool picture. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it kind of brings things to life. Mm-hmm. Kind of brings the brings the couplets to life. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think they're clever. I think they're. I, I and you when you mentioned discussing one or all three, I thought why not just do all three. Yeah. There's, you know, because there's a lot to say about all three. Mm-hmm. And if they're written by the same person, that it makes it even more interesting, mm-hmm. which I had not noticed. But you being the amateur detective that you are because of Perry Mason. Amateur. I'm a professional detective <laughs> because of your knowledge of, of crime and, and, and mysteries. 
I should have not. I should have not been surprised by that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm an amateur. I'm a neophyte. Neophyte in the detection area, <laughs> but I like clues and details and and words and strange things. You know that. Yeah, I try well, to find the mystery behind them. You know, because you are a thing finder. You mm-hmm. know, and then that those are things to be found. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They may not be tangible, but they're things to be found. Mm-hmm. And um, why, again, the reason they're on CDs is because that's what you had handy, something un- unorthodox to um, to write these. Yes, and I on. wanted them also for people to hang them in the trees there, in the tree there by the treehouse, because okay. they had to write it in order to get into the treehouse. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like a, uh, because Cora would have bitten you. Cora would have bitten you. And I have a fascination with uh, mobiles. So I would have been just like gawking around, just fascinated by uh-huh. anything that spins in the in the uh-huh. hanging Sh- by something. Shiny things like Shiny a magpie things. shining in the light. Magpie. I, I think I was a magpie or a or a what do you call those little rodents that collect things? Probably a rat in a, in a pre- previous life, you know. Collect shiny things, objects. Yes, carrying these discs weigh you know twice your size. Yeah, across yeah. the across the grass into your hovel or wherever you live. <laughs> right, right. My little nest. My little nest. But yeah, I've seen uh, uh, people put CDs on in their back on, uh, as uh, attach them together as mm-hmm. a form of curtain. You know, with a with a um, jump ring, mm-hmm. line them together. Very cool things you can mm-hmm. you can make with them. I actually, when I was driving into the museum today this morning. I drove by a house that's just down the road from the old museum where I live, and um, there was a, a, a disc hanging in the tree there at their house, and it kind of made me wonder, I wonder if this came from the museum right. where'd <laughs> somehow. They get the, where did they get my unique idea? Maybe a rodent cro- Maybe a, did go across the metal with that CD. And hang it, you know, and display it. <laughs> yeah. Hang it and let, and, yeah, and let it spin. because they're just across the pasture from it. Now, I, I, I looked up a little bit about couplets, and I know very little, but my gosh. There's, there's a lot to know. Closed couplet, open couplet, heroic couplet. Mm-hmm. We talked about the heroic. Remember I that? I remember the heroic because I thought heroic. It was really early, early episode. It was very early because I thought, well, what about a, a cowardly couplet? I know. I know. And, and I, think that, I think that should be something that is done, a cowardly couplet. Yes. You can't say it to my face. <laughs> I'm going to write a cowardly couplet behind your back. There is, and again, I, I, I don't... I can't read my writing, but uh, uh, something C H I N. Is there a Chinese couplet, perhaps? I don't know. And then there's a Casida, which is an Arabian couplet in a series. Arabian uh-huh. couplets in a series. So I'll have to research this. Because, you know, couplet, I thought, you know, that's just something that you ordered like a, a, a veal couplet. Or maybe, maybe that's cutlet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't eat veal. I knew what I was talking about. But I thought couplet, couplet. Are you it, kidding, really? I, w- I was yes, I was kidding. I promise you. Yes. Well, you know uh, my my uh, online etymology dictionary. My uh, my lover, your, your my boyfriend, pa- paramour, the, my partner, your Valentine yes. recipient. It, it it of course there is a definition for couplet, and in poetry that started in 1570s, and it just means two lines in succession, forming a pair and generally rhyming with one mm. another. So that's why we have our three couplets there. And, of course, the word couplet comes from the word couple. couple. And I, I like the origin of the word couple because it goes back to our handy old friend, the Proto-Indo-European root, and uh, comb, meaning together, and ap, meaning to reach. So a couple is some 
they reach together. Reach together and maybe and, uh-huh. and uh, detach, and that's how they are, yeah. are connected or have a relationship. So I like that meaning for for couple reaching couple, together. I, couple, I do too. And I had a question. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between a couplet and a limerick? Uh oh, is this a joke? No, because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, aha, this is the old lady from Nantucket who did something in a bucket which I cannot say. <laughs> What? That's a, you know there wasn't a some there was a bucket. She carried her blanket in a bucket. Da 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 da. There was an old man with a beard who said, "Is it's just as I feared? Two owls and a hen, four larks and a wren have all made their nest in my beard." Oh my! Yes. 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 That's a limerick. That's a limerick. It's five lines. That's five lines. Yes. I got my limericks and my couplets all tangled up in this in this beard mess. Yeah. I thought tangled I was tangled up in couplets. Tangled. That, 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 there's a there's a start of a series. What which of those couplets do you like the best of the three that you read? Um, I uh, let me think about this. I think I like that. Um, a heart like steel, he did not feel. Mm-hmm. I like that because mm-hmm. that is you could go down all kinds of different rabbit holes with mm-hmm. with that one. A heart like steel, he did not feel. So his heart was it was so tough. Tough. And unmalleable that he couldn't feel anything. Right. And he didn't realize he did have a heart of steel, which leads me to something else I had written down about since Valentine's Day is uh, Monday, I believe. Um, when you describe, when, when I see or read about hearts being described, often, have you noticed, Sean, that they're, they're described like heart of stone, heart of steel, Heart okay. of ice. Mm-hmm. Not on Valentine's Day. Not on Valentine's Day, hopefully. Okay. <laughs> hopefully. But a lot of times, uh, hearts that are encased or hardened or, or closed off are used in, in literary ways, uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, either in song titles or poetry or stories, you know, or you are black heart. You have a, mm-hmm. You've got a black heart, your heart of, you know, heart of coal, heart of stone. But um, you don't hear often about, oh, your heart is warm and mushy and, <laughs> you know, has a good beat <laughs> and you can dance to it. I don't know. I just beat. thought, you know, uh, heart, which is, you know, supposed to be a, 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 the, the seat of love, is often described in really uh, harshly. In literature sometimes. I'm a very anti-Valentine person, so if I wrote a Valentine poem, it would probably have a heart of stone. Heart of stone. And this is how anti-Valentine I am and Mm -hmm. how much I I read way too much true crime and watch Mm -hmm. too much true crime Mm -hmm. because that couplet, I don't even think that's one person. I think it's a a killer (laughs) with somebody else's heart in their hand and he can't even feel it. He didn't even feel it. (laughs) Didn't even feel it. Yeah, uh, that's where I went with well, that couplet. And, and I agree. Valentine's Day is basically a greeting card created event. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Not that yeah. I don't like chocolate and flowers and uh, certain kinds of jewelry. Certainly. And, yeah, and things uh, like that. Right. Uh, precious stones and metals yes. and are, are accepted here, you know, in, in, in nice little Tiffany-sized boxes with powder blue. But uh, I, I agree, Sean. There are some things, not to get down my rabbit hole, but there are some terms that just annoy me. And one of them is um, soulmate. Yeah. It's like your soul is, you know, it's, you, you're a complete person with that. Also, Jerry <laughs> Maguire, the worst line in any movie of any time on earth is when he said, you complete me. <laughs> what the heck? 
what he had an extra arm and I I sewed it onto my to my torso here or something. That's like you know? that line from that uh, what's her name song? I forgot her name where she says one and one. I believe that one and one make two. Oh yeah, That's you not, know who I'm talking uh, about. Yes, Alanis yeah, Morissette. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and you didn't pull anything over on Alanis. It's she, not half and half equal she, one. It's one and one equal two. She she, she knew the score, you know. <laughs> Alanis did, certainly did. But, yeah, that's my favorite. Did you have a favorite one of these couplets, Sean? I probably liked the first one the best just because it gave me the the most uh, sense of a, a story and mystery. A man walked, a man in, walked and in and promptly, promptly left. left. Only later did we find the theft. Only later did you find out he was a light finger. Yeah. Then you thought, where's the video surveillance here? And but of course, then I, I I go somewhere else too, and I immediately think, well, has this man was he important, and did he leave forever, and is that the theft, the fact that he took himself away from them? Well, that could be also mm-hmm. that that gives it a little more uh, a subtle meaning. It didn't have to be so literal. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we get down to where hungry hot dog, you know, and that's kind of like I call that the dog squirrel thing. My couplets are petty because the hot dogs are ready. It's like dog says, well, I'm going to bark at this. Wait, squirrel. Okay. My attention is elsewhere. Yeah. And I kind of think that was probably the third one that this person wrote. That you know that they wrote the other two first, and then it, it was just like it does seem sequential. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I could write another one like those, but I, yeah. You could probably growling. combine the three, uh, uh, you know, parts of each one and come up with a complete new couplet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good night, good night. Parting is such sweet sorrow that I shall say good night till it be morrow. Be That's more, one that, of the most famous is that couplets. Is that yeah, it's from Romeo and Juliet. Good night. One of the most famous couplets I, I, of I, all. It's a heroic couplet. Heroic. Yes. Now, if he had not said goodnight, said he slunk away, <laughs> slunk away with left her standing in the balcony, it would have been a, a cowardly couplet. <laughs> but I, I, I actually wrote something, Sean. You'll be proud of me. Did you write a couplet besides no, all, that one that you started I wrote, with? I wrote something that you know. Okay. And it's not a couplet. It's like, but William Shakespeare often ended a sonnet with uh, a rhyming couplet that uh-huh. summed up the main theme of the poem. Of course. So yeah. I get a gold star for writing that. You know, so... <laughs> And I should know more As long as men can breathe and eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. Yeah. He ended a lot of his sonnets with ideas like that. And that do you think he did this because he, it made them very memorable and easily to recite? And No. It, no, no. Okay, well, <laughs> scratch that. Sean does not think that. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> not the poems. Not the poems. Now, that might have been something, you know, I read that one from uh, Romeo and Juliet. That might have been something he had in mind when he was writing the plays. Because of course they had to be memorized. Yeah. But uh, yeah. but the poems didn't. So, you know, maybe maybe that was part of his reasoning in his plays for using couplets yeah. so often. Yeah. He, he would use them kind of like at the end of a scene. Like that was the end of the balcony scene. Mm-hmm. That one I just read. And, and a lot of his work was meant to be uh, portrayed live, was it not? You know, performed. Is it that correct, John? It all. It all. Was. It all. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know was I don't know, and I need to study. I don't know whether uh, reading was common for a lot of the folk back in the, uh, Shakespeare's no. day, and I don't think they had recording equipment. <laughs> you don't to, think so? I don't think so. So I think that we, they saw it live, and they either loved it or they did not, and That's it was right. quite the event. You're absolutely on the stage. One of the most famous modern poems is made up of couplets, and it has a 
well, has come to have an Oklahoma connection, and it's Robert Frost, Nothing Gold Can Stay. Yes, yes, I love uh, that. Nature's first green is gold, her hardest hue to hold, her early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. Then leaf subsides to leaf, so Eden sank to grief, so dawn goes down today, nothing gold nothing can Nothing gold stay. can stay. That is, and that is so, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. And it also, it transcends the, the tree and the leaf to mm-hmm. to life and to so many other things. Mm-hmm. It really is cool. Yeah. yeah I love that. And yeah. you know the Oklahoma connection I'm talking about? Uh, <laughs> that The tree in my backyard that turned gold <laughs> that I took a photo of? I don't know. Uh, I see this on Facebook all the time because I've liked them, but the Outsider's House oh. that is in – Oh, in sta- is it like stay? Is when it says stay golden or stay gold, uh-huh. pony boy? Yeah. So this poem is in the, the book S. E. Hinton's book, The Outsiders, okay. which takes place in Tulsa. So there's the connection. Yeah, and I, and it's in the film too. Yeah, stay yeah. gold, stay gold, pony boy. Oh yeah, that was the you know that was the, I think his dying his dying yeah. phrase. Yeah. I yeah. need to revisit. Yeah, he that. didn't say it like that. I need to revisit that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to but revisit. anyway, the uh, the house that was the home of um, Pony Boy. And mm-hmm. Derry and what was it? Soda Pop was the other yeah. brother's mm-hmm. name. Um, little bungalow in that in, was in, used in, in the film. In this, the north side of town, there, yeah. The bungalow. This guy came along and he uh, he bought it and he restored it and he turned it into a museum. And it's quite the draw, from it what is. I understand. You know, it is the yeah. photo I just saw today of it on the on Facebook was a seventh grade class from somewhere there in Tulsa that had been to visit it. Yeah. Yeah. I've not been there, but I'd like to I'd like to, to go by and visit to. it. Yeah. Stay gold. Stay gold. Stay gold. And uh, I was speaking of of the recorded word, uh I noticed that in your in the romp uh rummage, so the LG library had donated audiobooks. Oh my gosh, Sean. Yeah. I absolutely, you know, I didn't realize how much I enjoyed the the recorded word because mm-hmm. it's so hard for me to read and drive. I mean, I've tried it. <laughs> it's just really hard. But I thought, you know, and these, they can be somewhat expensive. Why are you expensive. admitting that? That's in the past, right? You never pa- do that anymore. I never have read and drive. Okay. Driven, driven. <laughs> but uh, I, I bought quite a few and I've been listening. So uh, I, that a quick aside, I thought y'all need to come visit the, 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 the rummage that benefits some of the, the museum here. So We've got some gigantic cards, dear listeners, right here in front of us. And I feel like it's flashcards. I'm going to be tested. <laughs> they're gigantic flashcards. And I put them out because I thought, well, we're talking about couplets, and maybe we could do some impromptu ones. I, I, I would like that. And before we get started, <laughs> is it – do we do – are these words just uh, – we, So we this have, is like – okay, this first one is cows. Cows. So let's just do a two-line couplet that ends with cows, and then the next line, of course, would have to rhyme with that. Okay. Well, that'd be hard because I'm just now thinking what rhymes with cows. <laughs> oh. Well, what you rhymes know, with cows. Do you do you do the first line? I do the second line. Oh, or I'm putting that one away. Put that one away. Okay. How about this one? Wave. Wave. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. It, so would it, would it be something like? I walked out into the ocean and caught a wave. And heard it echo. In a distant cave. Ooh, very okay. nice. All right. Very nice. All I don't right. have clapping hands. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. That was me, folks. <laughs> black. You want to do the first line? Here's yeah. the word black. Here's the black. The cape he wore was the color black. It kept him 
from getting off the track. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Kept him from getting because he was. It concealed him. It concealed his identity. Shall we keep going? Okay. Well, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Here we have dog. Okay. Um. I love to go out and walk with my dog. Because I found he liked to chase the hog. <laughs> 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 these, these are not heroic couplets, are they? That was they? cowardly. That was cowardly on my part. <laughs> you want to pick another one? I would. Or, or should we just stop? Listeners are like, really? Come on now. <laughs> want to do one more? Yeah, and I don't want to do happy either. <laughs> and you bypass the drum. Okay. No. And then we're not, sure not going to do that. <laughs> um, well, we'll do this one. Okay. It's arms. High and low, he swung his arms. He had to, <laughs> <laughs> he had to do this in order to stop the alarms. The alarms. Oh, yeah. There yeah. we go. <laughs> okay. As you can tell, there, there we go. We're gonna get it. We're gonna we'll get a clapping sound effect here. That's <laughs> some pretty bad couplets. Well, they, but see, they get you people. You get the idea. You get the you know, idea. Yeah, and how they're related. There's another poem I like besides that frost one by uh, a poet. She always wrote really funny poems. Dorothy Parker. Okay. And this one's made up of couplets too. It's called Interview. The ladies men admire, I've heard, would shudder at a wicked word. Their candle gives a single light. They'd rather stay at home at night. They do not keep awake till three, nor read erotic poetry. They never sanction the impure, nor recognize an overture. They shrink from powders and from paints. So far, I've had no complaints. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's more um, not as easy as it sounds because no. because the two lines are related, mm -hmm. and their overall con their overall is. Con Connection, mm -hmm. overall connection, aside from the two lines. So it creates an overall uh, picture, mm -hmm. theme. I find that with couplets that people either are writing, like the ones that were on the disc that we're talking about today, they either are writing something mysterious or it's just funny. You know, they you do know? tend to lend themselves to humor. One or the other. Yeah, yes. definitely to humor, though. Yeah, it's almost like the joke and the punchline. Bada-bing, bada-bang, <laughs> you know. Oh, and since we were talking about Valentine's Day, I did find, too, where there was a, some sort of couplet contest. And they wanted to have people take a romantic line romantic okay. as the first one, but then a very unromantic. Is unromantic a word? Yes, unromantic. For the I second line. Unromantic. Okay. Yep. So here were some of those. Roses are red, violets are blue, sugar is sweet, and so are you. But the roses are wilting, the violets are dead, the sugar bowl's empty, and so is your head. <laughs> <laughs> when did you send that to? <laughs> oh, loving beauty, you float with grace. If only you could hide your face. <laughs> kind, intelligent, loving, and hot. This describes everything you are not. Oh, my. <laughs> loving and not. Oh, I, you know, they are funny. Yeah. They are funny. Yeah. yeah, you know, I uh, I told people in this news newspaper column I write last week, so it was in this week's paper, that if they wanted a Valentine's Day poem for their friend, significant mm -hmm. other, lover, lover, husband, wife, 
grandma, whoever, they could come by the museum here and I'd help them write one. Oh, nice. Yeah. But nice. <laughs> they and, might and, end up with something like this, sne- too, though. And she, she's going to put it in an envelope and seal it, and then you'll open it, but it's yeah. gonna, you never know what you're going to get, folks. Yeah, it's yeah. going to open up, and it's going to say, I see your face when I'm dreaming. That's why I always wake up screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Or, my love, you take my breath away. What have you stepped in to smell that way? (laughs) (laughs) There's no telling. Oh, my. I'm glad I'm cracking myself up. I hope somebody else is cracking up. Yeah. Well, we'll crack crack you up. That's funny. Okay, Bill. I have another poem. (laughs) Okay. That's about couples. I'm I'm worried. (laughs) You should be a little worried because it's by Charles Bukowski. You okay. ever heard of him? I have never heard of him. There's probably there's a lot of his poems I wouldn't be able to read on oh the air. Oh my! Okay. And he's he's kind of a he was a very controversial figure, and he used a lot of obscenity and profanity and things like that. And and in the middle of all that, I always seem to find some really great poetry too. Mm-hmm. In fact, we have an animals exhibit that we're just putting up in the Oklahoma animals in their. Um, their pets and whatnot that we're putting up in the museum, and I would really like to put up this poem uh, by him about a cat, his fa- his favorite cat, but mm-hmm. it's got too many cuss words. Oh in my! It. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that exhibit because I was I was I was going to bring it up and say it's really it looks like yeah. a, it's going to be a lot of fun. It will be a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, um, but this one's called a lovely couple. A lovely couple. And I would warn you, warn our listeners, there is a obscenity. If there's in, any children in the listening, <laughs> in the first line, shield their ears. I mean, it's not a cuss word, but mm. it, it's a profanity. It's in the first line, and okay. it, and actually, if you sure. read the first line of this poem, you might think I'm not reading any more of this. But really, you've got to keep going. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I'm reading it from a uh, um, a typed out ver- thing that he typed it on a manual typewriter, and then he corrected it. So I'm going to try to read this correctly. Anyway, it's Charles Bukowski, and it's called A Lovely Couple. It's from 1975. I had to take a shit, but instead I went into this shop to have a key made. The woman was dressed in gingham and smelled like a muskrat. Ralph, she bellowed, and an old swine in a flowered shirt and size six shoes, her husband came out, and she said, This man wants a key. He started grinding as if he really didn't want to, there were slinking shadows and urine in the air. I moved along the glass counter, pointed, and called to her, Here, I want this one. She handed it to me, a switchblade in a light purple case, $6.50 plus tax. The key cost practically nothing. I got my change and walked out on the street. Sometimes you need people like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I was I thought what's that first word going to be and I thought I was going to, I was going to do my bleeping noise but I was caught off guard like an owl in headlights. I was like, "What?" What? <laughs> you know, you don't want to read on, do you? Well, really? but after that it's it's, it's all good. It is it's, all good. It's, it's easy, you know? I've seen people, I've known couples yeah. like this. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that are just kind of bellowing at each other and, yeah. and getting by and have you heard Sean um, a key getting cut? I yes. used to I used to cut keys oh. I, it, when I, when I was working at my stepfather's hardware store. That might and be the sound I need to put. There, mm. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's tactily so annoying. Yeah. And I thought, why? Did, all my as an adult, I look back and th- I think, why did I not get some headphones? Mm. Um, Maybe you were trying to figure out 
what the key would actually look like based on the sound it was Maybe. making being made. But you know, you put the master in, and then you follow the template of the key with the other, yeah. with the bla- and it is the most annoying, grating, <laughs> nails on a chalkboard, metal, metally sound. Yeah. And I've cut hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. So that's what's wrong with me, folks. That's what's happened. I'm, 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 I'm keyed. I'm keyed up. <laughs> keyed up. <laughs> knock, knock, Bill. Uh, who is there, Sean? Frank. Frank who? Frank, you for being my co-host and you're friend. F- you're very f- welcome. Well, I mean, we're not socks, but I think we make a great pair. I do, too. <laughs> uh, you be, you're, I beat the lamb shop to your cherry. Sherry. <laughs> what? Oh, no. You really went back in time with that one. I'm dating myself. I'll be your kukla friend if you'll be my Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> More on that next time, folks. I think we've used up our half hour on these couplets. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's been fun. Yeah. And yeah. have a very happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Whatever you want that to be. Whatever it may if be. If it's a red heart or a black heart. That's right. However you want to do it. Thanks for listening. Bye, folks.